Golade presents the Talking Bollocks podcast. Boom! Episode 55 of the Talking Bollocks Podcast brought to you by Go Loud. It's me, Harry Flower. It's me, CLB. And this week we're joined by... Kevin Ajago. Kevin Ajago. Kevin, what's happening, pal? Not much. Enjoyed Christmas. Yeah, enjoyed a bit too much myself, Kevin. Tell me about it. Full of talkie and celebrations, oh, I am. Yeah, 84 <laughs> kilo, I am sitting here. I'm, full, I'm full of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> then didn't have a drink there from July and then just come home after that last fight and just... Just drinking flat out. So. Right. Enjoy yourself, yeah. isn't it? Fucking Christmas right. is all about, isn't it? 100%. So it's the first one back in 2020. Yeah, we're the Mac. When you have to be saying I'm rattling, are you? I feel like we're podcast. I'm shitting. And we've about a thousand zingers to yeah, get through. Yeah, we've still. a bleeding backlog of zingers. So. We left there still since the end of November. I think. Well, it's since before Christmas, so we have to catch we'll up on a lot. You know, we uh, we had to do a load of episodes back to back, but like in the space of a week to cover all of our Christmas. But Christmas is done. The trees are took down. Mariah Carey's gone back into hibernation. <laughs> Here we are. Right, we'll jump into the zinger show, right? Kevin, you put that bread with a knife or a spoon? <laughs> Sorry about this one, yeah. With a knife. With a knife, yeah. Tell, Tell them where that came from. Because a lot of people were messaging us saying, like, who put this bread with a spoon? Do you know, in, like... I'm gonna actually say the majority of delis that yeah. I go to. When you go to yeah, when you go to a deli, they use a fucking spoon. Yeah. Makes no sense. You shouldn't be going to delis though. Yeah. Off season though. Do you know what I mean? Fala point. No, he has got a, a nice, a nice chicken wrap out of a out of a deli whenever you're hungover. Mm. Can't be done. Fact. But a knife, 93%, a spoon 7%. This one's childish, I never heard of it. See the bumper cars. What do you call them? Bumper cars. Yeah, yeah, bumpers. Yeah. Bumpers are dodgems. Dodgems? Yeah. yeah. Never heard that one. It's a weird one, isn't it, it's bro? It's supposed to be an English thing. Yeah. But Will I Will said that? Will I Will cho- yeah. And he was giving us stick saying the zingers are gone. Fuck you, Will I the state, <laughs> that one. <laughs> Bumpers, 96, dodgems, 4%. Right, this was the big one. Would you rather a world without music or a world without dogs? That's a big one. It's a tough one. Have you got a dog? I don't. I used to, though. Yeah. World without dogs. A world without dogs. Yeah, I'm yeah, music, lads. Yeah, up? Get a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Controversial. 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 Get a cat, get a snake or something. But, yeah, no, we don't. We, we were about to get rid of dogs as well. Get rid of the dogs if you can keep music. Yeah, music. You get rid of music and keep I dogs. I listen to music every day. Exactly. I don't see a dog every day. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't I give likes of dogs? 62% would rather get rid of dogs. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And 38%. We'd rather get rid of music and keep dogs. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. yeah. I think people get really obsessed with their dogs. You know the way they go on. Like they do become like family, but but they do. Well, you understand that. People, yeah, people get very obsessed with them though. Like, oh, look at that dog and the way they treat that. They treat that dog like a child. And I remember somebody told me, oh, I knew this fellow was a good man because when I went into his office, he had his dog wearing him. And I was like, what the fuck is that? See, that's just that's just that's a bit mad. Isn't that a bit weird? Like, people you know? are mad. Like, but I understand. I, I don't mind people. Train that dog like family and getting them groomed and all. I think that's and getting the dog presents for Christmas and all. That's childish. Yeah, yeah. like that's the dog weird. doesn't know what's a present. There's a fine line that you just don't cross. Yeah, see that there. You give a treat, you get it groomed, you walk the fucking thing. That's all. Or people creating Instagram pages for their bleeding dogs. That's childish. 
Like, no, what? I'm, I'm going to say nothing because my, my, my sister-in-law has a, has a page for She needs to grow up, Kevin. She does. Like, what you doing? Like, woof, woof, whimper, walk today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, oh. right. So that's done, yeah? On the Christmas train, the gaff, Kevin, yeah? Do you have white lights or coloured lights on it? Or what do you prefer, even? So tell white us lights. what... You didn't Ooh. have a Christmas tree up, didn't you? No. Know? Like a tell boy that you were looking all confused <laughs> and all. I didn't have one up my own gaff this year, but white lights, they look better. They yeah. do look better. They do look better. Mm -hmm. so the coloured lights is real old fashioned, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. But I like that yeah, as well. It's you get them flashing ones and all, and you look yeah. like you're in a disco. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Having a bleeding fit looking at the Christmas tree. Someone walking past a bottle of grey gills, you think you're insane? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, white boy with a sparkle on. White lights, 76%, coloured 24%. Fuck me, we're only halfway through. See, see when you're playing that. Right, fuck it. Do you call it rock, paper, scissors or rock, scissors, paper? <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, all day, right? All day. There is no question about it's it. It's not even no. hell. We're looking around for that. One of the other producers called it rock, scissors, paper. He's got a box on it, mate. Yeah. yeah. He will. Got a box off, Kevin. Shame to the like. But uh, rock, paper, scissors, 99% rock, scissors. But that 1% was still loads of people, too. Yeah, yeah. Fucking childish. Right. Um, so, see when you're playing rock, paper, scissors. They go rock, paper, scissors, shoot, yes. or rock, paper, scissors? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah, 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 same, yeah, yeah. So, right, so 41% of people go after. So, so 41% of people go on the shoe. Yeah, and then 59% go 59% on the go so rock, on paper, rock, paper, scissors. scissors. Ah, that's, that's not, that's just, that's childish. Fucking foolish. Like, yeah, why yeah it is, it is. No, rock, on. paper, scissors, then you then go. Exactly. Because yeah. you're going to go rock, paper, the... scissors, and you're going to yeah. go, that's rock, though. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's a bit confusing. Yeah, yeah. But more people do it that way. Apparently, they do, yeah. I think people <laughs> just got confused. Kevin, you shouldn't be eating these either. But mm. you rather a purple snack or a yellow snack? A purple snack or a yellow? Do you yeah, know the snack, snack bars? bars? Oh, tough one. It is Gotta go original, one. yellow. Yes. Yes, but I'm really yellow. See the abuse I was getting over that. Oh, purple yeah. ones are nice, yeah. but the purple ones are nice. But the yellow ones are nicer. Yellow. Ones do you know what the problem is? The yellow ones used to have six squares. Now they only have four. four. Yeah. That's serious. Do that, they? Yeah. They only have four in the packet. They used to have six. Now. Oh, Somebody ring up snacks there and sort them out. That shoulders boys, yeah. Uh, Seventy-four percent at the purple. Mm. That's why I got a lot, of, a lot of stick people saying like they. There's no comparison. Yeah, childish boys. Nice cup of tea with, with the yellow one. Yeah. Oh, a cup of scald and a yellow snack, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you. Uh, so do you wrap your presents or do you just give them? From Santy. Oh, right. Yeah, they're the presents from Santy. Yeah. Are so, they wrapped or are they not? Depends what mood I'm in. I think it's a weird one. Like, don't grow up by your Christmas presents wrapped. Or did you come in and be like, there's, I don't know, a bike. Yeah. And that's what you got off Santy. But here's a present from your man. I don't know. Mine's would when I was younger they were wrapped, but like yeah. my little nephew, his are just laid out on the on yeah. the chair on the settee, do you know what I mean? Yeah. On the chair. So Very posh, isn't he? The did you say a settee, dear? I'd say I'd lay the pause on you, but I'm yeah. not that stupid. <laughs> I was saying to Calvin all week, I'm gonna fella. ask him for a strength. I'm gonna he come in the size when I keep it. We'll do a couple rounds spawn. I'm only starting back. Aye, yeah, yeah. So do you reckon I have a chance? Yeah, you've got a chance. <laughs> <laughs> keep it. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, my presents were never wrapped as a kid. I don't know. I think it's a weird one when, like, just let them wrap. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. put that. It's from Santi, and you don't know uh, what you got. Kids are open. Yeah, I go, think it's more exciting if you wrap them. Yeah, I'm gonna go wrap just because it, there's a wee bit of like surprise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So you, yeah, you're excited to unwrap it, but mm. 
I just don't rap them. <laughs> so 55% of people rap, that's closer than I thought it would have been. Yeah. And 45% of people don't rap them. I see a lot of people reach out and ask us to ask these questions. So we don't just come up with these, Kevin. Yeah, they're right. looking at us thinking that what we, we come do. up with some of them and that bad, but yeah. most of them are. You know this is mean? what the public is asked for. This is the big one, Kevin. I'm expecting big things from you. Yeah. Okay. Biggie or Tilpak? Biggie. Whoa, why'd you answer that so hesitate. quick? Didn't even Biggie. hesitate. Off the bat. Look at my, my walkout music. Biggie's yes, bro. The juicy, juicy, juicy fella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I think. Tupac was better, like, his lyrics were better. Lyrically. Like, he, he spoke about things that were happening in the world or just in general. But, like, flow. Talking about vibe and the biggie yeah. and all. You, just, you can just sit there and just... That's, rock, that's it. He gets very, Tupac is very political, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, all the songs had a meaning and a message. Exactly, a message. But yeah. with, with uh, Biggie, it's just like, he's just rapping, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just flowing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just flow off any beat, whatever it is. Oh, bro. Mm. For me, it's Biggie. Yeah, yes. so we know we're resistant on the way home anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 52% said Biggie, 48% said Tilpak. Am I allowed to still throw this at the new cameras? Yeah, go on. Yeah, give this a brush. Oh. If that was the older camera, you would have heard it. Oh, I would have heard it, yeah. The older camera was leading you. That's a big yeah. docker of a thing to show. He's a big copper trying to, to stroke them and all my yeah. life. <laughs> These jokes went to slim and more. Moving up in the world. Yeah, yeah. The few, what are they bringing in the few quid in 2021? Yeah. You know the what I mean? So in we're getting in 2020. Guilty runners yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> and the cultures. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sing us for this week. Oh, you haven't got them. Now, unless you have two. But don't, no. No, <laughs> the one that you have is a good one. It is a good one. But, so it's that mean it's the end of singers. This is the first time you've ever not had a singer. I know. I'll have a minute silence, which is no problem. I'm not having a minute silence. I'm having a minute silence to think about a singer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But no, I've got your one. I like your one. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a very good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. So see, when you have a box of hero celebrations, quality street, and like that, yeah? See, when you have one, then you eat them. Do you put the empty wrapper back in the tub? Or in the bin. Now tell the truth, because I'm a scruff and yeah. I put them back in the tub. It's criminal offence. And it breaks your heart, because see when someone does it on me, they'll be filming. I know you do it. Back in the tub. Ah, yeah. fuck off, boys. Honestly, yeah. I hate back. when you open it and it's just no yeah. empty wrappers and you're putting your hand through it. Do you know what? Feel a lump. It's just, it's an organised mess. Yeah. You can keep them in the box, you know what I mean? Instead of having to actually get up, go to the bin. Do you know, he actually has a valid point. Because every organised mess, yeah. Because you're not going to eat them all, do you know what I mean? So, mm. I know. Like, at, at <laughs> one, in, one, in one go. No, not one <laughs> so, like, you're going to get up, you're going to eat one, what's better tell you, whatever you're doing, and then eat another one. So, no. you're not going to go to the bin every single time you. you no, you're yeah, not. Yeah. That's got a valid point there, but I hate when people do it. Fucking hell. Yeah, I'd rather just leave them to the side, and then you're tidying up. I'd rather tidy up that mess than leave the It's alright when you it. do it, but when someone else does it. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know I mean? That's yeah. my point as well. And then you pull a fucking bounty out. Don't do this, I've seen you saying that. Mm. What, no? <laughs> that look. They're, they're all right. Do you know they're what? They're not the bottom. Nah. They're not the worst. No. They're not the bottom of it. What is the bottom? What's the list? Give me the list of them. Snickers is the worst. No, I like nah. a Snickers, boys. Yeah. I would have to go Mars, bar. At the, the bottom? Yeah, Mars, the bottom for me. Do you know what's underrated? A Twix. Very underrated. Do you know what? I got a Twix the other day for the first time in years. Twix extra. Big Twix. docker. Yeah, the the white 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 There's a white Twix? What? Yeah. A white, white Twix? Twix? Not, Not down there. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. White Twix, unbelievable. Is that a white Twix? Yeah, unbelievable. I have one, one a week in camp, just on the weekends, a little treat. 
Yeah, so probably right. shouldn't be saying that. Yeah. My new trailer should be straight over it. Eddie Hearns, you know, I'm watching this. Now you can get that. Yeah. yeah. No, I think the big Twix is that nice, like the normal Twix, yeah. but the ones in the celebrations are not nice. Yeah, they're not, they're not the same. That's yeah, what I was going to say. But the, see the normal Twix, there's even a Twix extra. Yeah. yeah. The size so of the want to give you longer fingers or three fingers? Longer, longer, longer yeah. Still yeah. the finest. Yeah. Top of the range. But it has to go Galaxy, Carmel, and then this fella, Malteser. And then Galaxy. Come here. Galaxy Caramel, definitely number one. What's number two? Galaxy. <sighs> then nah. probably, I don't know. What else is Multi-teasers, unbelievable. It's all right. I think they're overrated as well. Mm. Do you? Overrated. Do you know what bro. they need to bring back? The Galaxy Truffle. Yeah. Top of the pops. In there. Yeah. But the worst is Mars boys. I don't give a wallet. Mars yeah. or Snickers, yeah. Can you remember Mars Delights? Oh, mate. Oh, they, were the, they, they need were to be brought one, back. Yes. They yeah. were the ones. I was obsessed with them when I was a kid. Yeah. That's why I was fat. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they need tops. to bring them. Imagine they brought them back in a celebration. Yeah. Oh, That'd be boys. unbelievable. Or do you well, know what else? The Milky Way. Uh, crispy crispy Road. Yeah. Oh, boys. Or the what? Milky Way Crispy Road. Oh, the crispy road. I know. Imagine a small one of them in the celebrations. Oh, be unreal. Be game over. Here those are celebrations. Coldy Street. What? Right, we'll wrap this one up, yeah. <laughs> wrap her up. Really? Coldy Street, are you see, joking? See the little... Uh, the, the little, little barrel, gold barrel. No, nah, the little... Uh, <laughs> the, the, the little... What is it? The pur- uh, green triangle things. Oh, yeah. they're unbelievable. Look, that they're, tops. Oh, no, they're the ones with chocolate and more chocolate in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the double chocolate? Yeah. Double chocolate. And then the purple brown ones. Tilt left. The, little, little, the golden uh, barrel is the best one. Yeah. But you know what? We've done this last year and here last... Not this Christmas, the one before. We said, like, what way would you rank them? So, like, we meant celebrations, heroes, roses. I change it. Roses before Quality Street. Bro, it'd be celebrations, heroes, roses, starvation, then Quality Street. <laughs> I don't even know what starvation is. Starvation. I wouldn't eat anything. I'd rather do starvation than eat Quality <laughs> Street. <laughs> think it's, Going into it's, Tesco. It's, What's your starvation? <laughs> What's your starvation? <laughs> Yeah, box of starvations. Celebrations, then quality streets. Then heroes. Yeah. And then heroes, yeah. What about roses? Not getting looking. They're lost. Yeah. What's in the roses? Nothing. <laughs> <Fall apart. laughs> yeah. They're a poor man's quality street. Yeah. Addy, yeah. yeah. But can you think what's in it? They're a poor man's quality street, but he has them ranked above quality street. Yeah, but yeah. that says a lot, doesn't it, Kevin? About quality street. Mm-hmm. For for a point there, but yeah. nah, quality street do it for me. Right. That's the zinger anyways. They yeah. go <laughs> the rappers in. They go up on tangents, yeah. 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 You put the rapper in the box or do you take it out? Are you gonna bring that one back up then? What ranked them again? Celebrations are heroes. <laughs> we can do it again. It was yeah. two Christmases ago. Yeah. Think about yeah. it. He has a valid point. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So heroes, are, heroes are celebrations. <laughs> yeah. We'll go again, yeah? Right. Singers boxed off. Singers boxed off. Right. Something you want to talk about? Yeah. I don't know what you'll think about this one, Kevin, but uh, you probably would have seen a lot on the news down here since yesterday. Mm-hmm. They brought in the minimum unit pricing for alcohol. Have you heard about this? Yes. Yeah. So... It's based off the amount of alcohol per gram that's in like uh, a can or your know, spirits or your know, wherever you're going to be drinking. But the reason why it was brought in is supposed to deter people away from alcohol, and the excess money isn't actually spent on resources. So, your problem is you're going into buy what eight cans that yeah. were usually 
18 euro and now they're costing what 40 quid or something just, like that. just for like, example just that's yeah. just for example but that extra 22 quid isn't going towards treating alcoholism or resources or counseling it's just yeah. going to the shop yeah they're it. profiting from it yeah, yeah that's it, it. it's just all, it's 100 profit right and the reason why they did it is to deter people from drinking but the thing what i think they overlooked is the fact that people are addicted to alcohol they need alcohol to survive yeah. you know if you're addicted to something you'll go by any means necessary to get there. So, for example, if an alcoholic survived off 100 euro a week and 20 euro of that went to alcohol and 80 went to wherever else they needed, if that means they need 40 euro on alcohol, they'll spend 40 euro on alcohol. Yeah. It, to me, it's just baffling. To me, they should have said, look, we're going to increase the price of alcohol and the increase is going to be a tax. And we're going to put that into alcohol treatment services. I'd yeah. say, look at no problem. 100% I agree with that. It's like the sugar tax. Yeah. You know, they brought that into fight obesity. Fight alcoholism with this. Yeah, definitely. I, I think agree. The, the thought behind it makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like to, to get, get people away from alcohol. But if you're not actually doing something mm. other than putting the prices up, then it doesn't. Does do you know it mean? make sense though? I don't know. I think, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I think it could deter. So what way, when I was thinking about it, when I seen it, I think... It could deter younger people. So if you're 18, 19, you want to go out and bleed and go on the drink or whatever, like, it would make them hesitate more about buying drink because of the prices. Because years ago when we were drinking, you go out and you get bleeding four or five cans of drills for the tenner, like, you know what I mean? Where now you have to pay fucking 20-something euro. Yeah. But if someone's a chronic alcoholic and something more is 20 euro, but now it's 40 euro, do they really think this chronic alcoholic is just going to go, it's gone up to 40 quid, right? Fuck that. I better bleed and just pay the bills now yeah. or just spend the money elsewhere. No, I'm just not going to drink. Yeah. It, that's not going to happen. So where I think it probably will work in other situations, the people who suffer the most are the ones like, the, like it's going to affect the poorer people more. So like the people who, how do I explain it? Like the working class, can I say the working class? Like there's working class people out there, the single parents out there who are chronic alcoholics and they're just struggling to get by but they need that drink. So do they think now with the prices going up that they're just going to go, right, I can't drink anymore. I'm just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. So the ones who are suffering the most are the ones who need, like, who need more. more than, yeah, yeah, they yeah. need it the most. They're going to suffer the most, you get me? What, what I think you actually see is more people will hit drugs. Yeah, so that's, this is the comparison because they did it in Scotland and what they said was, oh, alcohol sales fell in Scotland. So alcohol consumption went down. But what they're not talking about is drug use actually went up, yeah. which is worse. Right. You know what I mean? Like, drugs are illegal. Yeah. yeah, doesn't mean people don't buy them. Exactly. You know what I mean? And people who are strung out on drugs, they go by any means necessary. And you see people who rob their own man to get yeah, the drugs. Yeah, yeah. And alcohol is a drug. People depend on it. You know, yeah, and people will. depend exactly, on it, yeah. yeah. And cr crime rates will go up. That's a guarantee. You'll see more people robbing, especially in supermarkets. Like, I'm not talking about over-the-counter robberies in the post office to get up bleeding eight cans, but what you will get is people, chronic alcoholics, going in and saying, I can't afford it. I'm going to go in and try and rob it. That's a fact. Do you know what I mean? Or they'll neglect another part of their life where they spend 40 quid on food. They're going to put that into alcohol yeah, instead. Exactly. It you know? doesn't, doesn't really benefit anyone no. without really from it. What, what, like, when I seen it, what I kind of broke it down to, it's like, you know, if a child was playing with something and you don't want them to do it anymore, you take her off them and you put her on the, on the top shelf. Yeah. And you're like, right, you can't have that. But what's going to happen when you leave the room? The child's going to try and climb up and get that, which is more dangerous then. So how they get to the drink is going to be more dangerous. Yeah. yeah. You know, so... I think it, I, I suppose it was probably taught out someone did definitely had to have meetings and a council and a team to, to plan this out, but I just think they, they overlooked 
a lot more valid So points. they looked at certain sections and said, right, it might work there, it might work there, but they're not thinking about the person who's dependent on it, yeah, who's struggling exactly. to get they said it's as going it to take 5,000 alcohol-related hospital admissions away a year and 200 alcohol-related deaths a year. But I think you're going to see an increase in child poverty, an increase yeah. in general poverty, and an increase in drug consumption with this yeah, now. Yeah, there's going to be a substitution. More people, more people definitely hit drugs because... They, they want to get high on something, do you know what I mean? It's cheaper. cheaper. Yeah. They want to get high on something. Like, the, essentially, you're not going to want to go on nights out because the alcohol is so expensive. Do you know it's what I mean? only... It's only off Over the counter sales. Right? Yeah. Okay. Only over but the even counter like, sales. Before, like, before they go out, do you know what I mean? You go get a carry out before yeah. you go out. Yeah. Because drink is essentially cheaper in off license yeah. than it is when you go out on a night out. Just hit drugs. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Makes sense. Or it's not, I don't think it's going to affect the casual drinker. So, like, yeah. you, you drink casually, Kevin, yeah? Most people would. Yeah. It's the people who are strung out day to day need this. Yeah. Who have a problem. And what they could have done was funded resources into combating the problem, but they're not. They're actually, I think they're adding fuel to the fire. Yeah. Mm. When you say need it, it's literal terms. They, like they need, it. need it to yeah. get boy. They you don't drink to get so withdraws. It's to all shake. they know. Do you know what I mean? They, they don't yeah. know anything else other than drinking. Do you know what I mean? It's their day to day. And I, I can't comprehend how they sat down in a room, all these people, and had this conversation and thought like someone who's a chronic alcoholic the last 20, 30 years is just going to go, drink prices are going up. <laughs> Keep it. Yeah. I'm not buying that anymore. No one is doing that. Okay. And no one's going to drink less. Look, it's not going to yeah. make that chronic exactly. alcoholic it's drink any less. It's not going to be a big decrease in... How much people drink, do you know what I mean? They're just going to spend bat, more yeah. on it on and there's going to be less fucking food to put on the table for the kids and whatever, do you know 100%. what I mean? So, I don't know, I just think it's a weirdo. Like, people can actually die if they're everyday drinking and just stop. Yeah. Like, people will die from alcohol yeah. withdrawals. You know what I mean? It can happen. Mm. And I think Amy Winehouse no, from like, that. Certain people get depressed from it. Like, mm. not... Well, like, definitely. That's what they know, do you know what I mean? They, they drink every day and they're used to it and they don't want to come away from that. And then, Most people that are like chronic alcoholics and taking drugs and things yeah, like that, they're, they're taking them to hide something, to hide something do yeah. you know what I mean? Because of some sort of trauma in their life anyway. So yeah, just trying to take that away from Exactly, yeah. Like, we don't don't mean it like that. I wish there was nobody like that, do you know yeah. what I mean? I wish nobody was dependent on drugs or alcohol, but the fact of the matter is there is people and there is people out there struggling with some sort of trauma and that's why they're doing it. They ease some sort of pain in their head. Whether they even realise yeah. it, most people don't realise it. They think they drink because they like to drink or whatever. They just got caught up, but really, they're really hating their problems. They're trying to combat yeah. something, you know what I mean? But you don't disagree with like deterring people away from alcohol because, like, yeah, everyone could take Imagine a step back. Imagine a world where if we didn't have alcohol, it'd be bleeding great. Like, there's no alcohol, no drugs. We never needed and never yeah. knew about it. It'd be fucking great. But, but the fact of the matter is, there is drugs. There is alcohol. I always think of the big, like the bigger picture is, is pocketing someone's or putting money in someone's pocket. Someone's pocket. Do you know what I mean? So. Like they don't really care about the exactly. like what's it's what what it's gonna do to the general people, do you know what I mean? Well, as long as they're making money. That's the whole point, Kevin. If this went into mental health services, the extra money and alcohol addiction services and counselling services. You'd, you'd have no problem with it. No stop, problem. If you could stop people becoming addicted to alcohol exactly. with that money. Yeah. Imagine that. And you'd be like, right, that's great. So now there might be family suffering here and there, but then you're looking at the bigger picture and you go, right, my kids and their kids and down the line, this could benefit people going forward. Right, I'm for it. Like, you can sort of go, I can see it. Yeah. But when you're just putting it into the pocket of someone of a supermarket owner or someone else and there's no benefit, like, someone else is getting richer off someone else having to struggle more now. Exactly, yeah. Do you know that what I mean? That makes sense. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I, whatever people say, like, do people coming up your neck of the woods to get drinking. Exactly. That's what's going to happen. That's what's well. going to happen. But what they'll do is they'll just, like, enforce that law up, up north as well. Do you know what I mean? Or hopefully, hopefully not, but... I doubt they will. No. I don't think they can just say, like, yeah. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? That's, that's down to you to do that, and you haven't done it yet, so. Yeah, that's true, that's true, yeah. If your alcohol sales start going up, I don't think anyone's going to be complaining yeah. about it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? They're making this extra money because they're not dealing with the problem. The people who are drinking that coming back down here yeah, to drink exactly, it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You're just getting a lot more sales up there and they're coming back down. So it's going to be cheaper for you to actually go up there, buy loads of drink. You come could back go back down and, and sell it and, sell and it'd yeah, still be fucking cheaper. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but yeah. Yes, that's where we are. Doyle drink prices yeah, at two o'clock in the day. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Look at fucking. It's there now than it used to be to get a box of bottles at five in the morning. Yeah. Now off some ropey cunt. Yeah, you bring someone, him. yeah. Get a box of bottles down there. Charging a five in a bottle. Do you know Dropping what I mean? Dropping a tray of drink up to the gap was 120 quid now. Yeah, and here you're paying no problem. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're telling them to stop the shop to get smokes on the yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> you give an extra 30 quid. For smokes and a lighter. Get your young flesh selection box. It's Christmas. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah, fuck that. Right, so that was our tangent. Anything else? No? No, no suggestions, no? No, good to go. Really fresh, we're at the ground to a thousand singles, right? Boom, into the big fella. Kevin, how are you? Not too bad, good. Yeah. Can't oh, wait to get back to camp. Yeah, so, right, we kick this off. What's your name and where'd you come from? Kevin Ojoko, and I'm from Belfast. See the way this week I didn't say straight into you because yeah. we heard about eight hours burning the ears on. Every week I say, right, we're going to go straight into you after talking for a half an hour. And people are like, what are you talking about, you ticket? So, straight into you, Kevin, yeah. Right. What's your name? Where'd you come from? Yeah, so Belfast. Belfast. Right, what was life like growing up in Belfast, Kevin? Well, originally from London. I was born in London, grew up in London until I was about seven, and then moved to Belfast. So That's mad that you have a Belfast accent. It is. It's a bit more because when I go back, like my training camp in London, so whenever I go back and I'm like, I was there for four months, I come back with a bit of a English accent, yeah. London accent. It's not saying in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I come back with a bit of an English accent, or when I like certain words I pronounce yeah. come out in an English accent, but yeah, I've got Belfast on now. So. Just stop you there for a second. Before you come up, we had a big barney about how to pronounce your name, and we, we said Creven. Keevan. And what were the boys saying? Queevin. 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 Like a fat. I said, yeah. Yeah, I'm not calling another grown man Queevin. <laughs> I said, there's no hope. I'd rather not do the podcast. Queevin, a jerk. Yeah. I will just fuck no. off. And then Keevan come in and we're like, what's your name? He's like, Keevan. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin does a better naughty yeah, action than you. Me, 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 yeah, no, no. <laughs> So Mick Collins going to be bleeding. Text me later and I'll fuck him. He does him. be filming. What's the Mick? What's your problem? I'm going to help Mick Collins around <laughs> the ground. Keeps on standing. Calvin, Shane Calvin does a bad naughty accent. He doesn't. Do you know no, it's, not, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. No, I'll, I'll, I'll come out and actually tomorrow. I'll, I'll listen to him. No, I'll do it. I'll do it later. I'll He's going to do it. Hold him to that place. Yeah. yeah. Well, sorry. Yeah, so you grew up in London. Yes, grew okay, up in London. Uh, my mum's from from Belfast, so she just wanted to move back. Me back when I was seven and uh, had all right childhood growing up. Like, it was remember my life in London bits and pieces. Like, mm. I used to play football when I lived there, so I was only seven, so I was very young. Yeah, I remember bits and pieces. Like, it was just what part of London was it? Croydon, rough part. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say that's yeah. supposed to be rough, isn't it? Proper rough, still, still rough now. So, like, Croydon and Brixton, I grew up. Yeah, Brixton isn't as rough as it used to be, but Croydon is Brixton used to be a shithole. Yeah, proper well, shithole, not until that long ago, even. Yeah, like. Probably last five, six years, yeah. it was proper shithole, but it's it's a bit better now. Yeah, that's where Pierce is living. He goes up. Remember, we were yeah. talking about this. Pierce lives with me. Does he? Pierce lives with me. Well, he he lives, well, we live not too far from Brixton, probably about 15 minutes, Bromley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pierce lives with me because he messed me about coming over and, and like training. I was like, yeah, come on over. Like, fucking, you can you can see what you you think of it and then end up living with Pierce me. Pierce a gent, didn't he? Yeah. And he's a lad. fucking animal. Can he take your head off your shoulders? Yeah. Did you see that? You wouldn't think it. You wouldn't think of it. No, would you not? Like, see, after his last fight, mm. he, um, 
obviously he won by stoppage come out by stoppage no, your man was, nearly stopped bleeding that was a fight before was it he had yeah. another one um, and then he came out <laughs> shirt jeans on glasses just look he didn't look like a fighter just completely <laughs> different person it's mad but so Triple J, you ever yeah. seen Triple J? You wouldn't think it was a, a, a little fighter. hand. I'm like, we'd rob your phone. You're walking out the top of the street. Yeah. Yeah. Read the story, but yeah, no, Piers is a good fellow, quality fighter. Ah, that knockout last year, came. Oh, that's a bad one. Yeah, bad one. Yeah, man, still in the game, like. Yeah. Still in the game. Four grand or a five. Someone's still in the mouse wanted as we speak. Yeah. To get him out of the game, like. <laughs> Do you know, fair play to to Piers <laughs> for that because. Like that was a big heavy knockout and from the keeper's composure not celebrate. Like no. he went over the corner, made sure after like the opponent was was okay. Cause in the heat of the moment, you know what I mean? Your your emotions get the better of you and you obviously you're over the moon that you've won and I, by an um, unbelievable knockout. So mm. fair play to him for Even online composure. he didn't flaunt it either. Didn't yeah. Because I've seen a lot of people and now shout out to Gary Cully because he shared his knockout and he goes, I'm about to get knocked out here being unbiased. But Pierce was next level. Oh yeah. Like, like just like he fooled him like a doctor. Like it was, yeah. it was it was over like a, like the guy just didn't get up he for was 10 minutes and pressed and put away in the draw <laughs> that he was like a t-shirt yeah, yeah. nah but well, it was a bad well, this is yeah. your podcast yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah you just remember bits and pieces about yeah remember England. bits and pieces alright childhood growing up and then obviously moved to Belfast when I was 7 and then that's when I started boxing obviously but had a good childhood it was different obviously because them times it was probably 2006 2005 2006 I moved here in the heart of West Belfast, mm. mixed race family, English Saxons, probably not the greatest, but yeah. everyone knew my family. Like, do you know what I mean? My but big brothers always lived in Belfast. Um, my family's from Belfast, so everyone kind of knew us. And you get a bit of racism and getting called. Uh, do you know what the funniest thing is? Even when I lived in London, like I've always seen myself as Irish, mm. just because I always come back back and forth to Belfast when we were kids, and my mum's Irish and stuff like that. So you'd always get called like your British bastard or whatever yeah. else. Go on home and stuff, and I'm just like that. Like that doesn't phase me because I I'm I'm Irish. Like, I classify myself as Irish. Mm. If I called if I thought it was British, it would be different. You know what I mean? Yeah. You take offence to it, but I'm just like yeah, go on. You're right. Did you get a lot of that growing up? You got bits and pieces, yeah. Um, just small-minded people. Obviously, kids doing it more so than than anything than yeah. growing up. But very rarely got like you get the odd racist comment growing up and fought in school because of it and stuff like that. But not much of it. Like you'd you'd think I would have got a lot more than I actually actually did, but. Not much of it. Yeah, well, I think it's changing. I think it's better nowadays. I think people are more conscious. I think social media is a big benefit to that as well. And as well, all the racism. You get exposed. And now that people are starting to go, like, there was a woman that racially abused a a doorman there. And she got, like... Yeah. Yeah, spattering him on that And she got jail time. So I think people people do it more so when they're drunk and, like, online behind, like, certain... Social media, or uh, again, if they even if they own it like that, like you start to think, they must have been thinking that anyway. So you know what I mean? They're only brave enough exactly. to let it out now. Do you know what I mean? What's what? Like, see with like COVID, where you put post something about COVID online, and something, something comes up. Yeah, people, sh- there should be you should have to identify yourself on social media platform with your passport, whatever it is, to verify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to verify, and then the racial, like racial comments get picked up by. The social media platform or yeah. whoever it is, and they get exposed off yeah. off yeah, it. Yeah, just spoke oh. about this numerous times. Like if you share podcast. anything that has anything to do with COVID, good or bad, it comes up at the bottom. Uh, this is COVID related. Would you like to know yeah. more information? So why can't you just flag a certain set of words that are racial slurs exactly. and be like, "This is <laughs> racism." You said something that was in the Limited One episode. We said this loads, like multiple times in this. You podcast. said something, right? And I never ever thought about it that way, and it made so much sense. You said something along the lines of. You think that they'd nearly 
allow that they get the, to cause the traction. Yeah, because let's just say, Kevin, you win your fight and you get racially abused under it and you put up, I'm getting racially abused. So many more people flock to your page then. And if you look at the Euros when Rashford, Sancho and Saka missed up Henos, yeah. they got absolutely slaughtered under them posts. But imagine the amount of traffic that went in on them posts. Well, it was everywhere. Like I can I can speak of it from a personal point of view. I'm not, I'll not mention any names and you boys will probably know the situation, but I was racially abused. I want you to talk about that, bro. I didn't, yeah, I no. didn't, it's up to you, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so I got racially abused by another fighter, which I was very surprised at. Um, put our beef aside, you know what I mean? Um, it was just, woke up four o'clock in the morning. Do, do you know who told me? It was Gary Cully actually sent me a message saying, have you seen this? And then the backlash that he got off it, like he got his memorial taken down from his hometown, everything. Yeah, like mm-hmm. so much backlash off it. And obviously he's like come out and apologize, but... You know, there was something. Yeah. There. You can't, like if I said you're a stupid cunt, that could be in the heat of the moment kind of thing. And yeah. you'd be like, oh, look, I shouldn't have said that, sorry. But if it's racism, it's an underlying issue. Exactly. You don't just go straight towards someone. It's not even race. that though. It was, it was like, I would, he was targeting me because one, it was a racial abuse. And then... The second thing he, he mentioned about me getting stabbed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it was he was coming for me. So it, it wasn't like he, w- he was sorry. I mean, maybe he was drunk or whatever else, but that's no excuse. I mean, mm-hmm. definitely not. Like, there's a, there's a fine line there. You know what I mean? Like, you, you just can't. Because I know the comments you're talking about. I've seen them as well. And my God, man, that was deep. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's swear you've done something horrific on this fella. Like, yeah. I wouldn't react that way if someone stabbed me, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, Do you know what was, the thing is, right? Everyone, listen, there, there was beef in the amateur days, whatever else, but everyone asked me, like, why is he so obsessed with you? And I, I'm like, I genuinely don't know. Mm. Like, people always say, like, why is he always calling your name or posting about you? Just randomly, yesterday or two days ago, he posted something in. <laughs> and it's just like, it's constant every you couple think months. You're is after yeah, what happened the last time. Exactly. You, but listen, I, I understand boxing. It's like, opportunity, payday, whatever else. Yeah. And then he beats me. He's got so much to gain from it. But it's just like, Get on with your careers. Like, why are you so focused on me and like racially abusing me? Personal, like, like, oh no! It have to be. See with me. See boxing is never personal. This no, is not you, from his from, side. From it him. Have to be. You live rent free in his head, Gabe. Yeah, oh, rent free. Like <laughs> rent free for the last near ten years. Do you reckon yeah. it's just jealousy? Just pure jealousy, and then wanting what you have. Right now, before it wasn't jealousy because he had more than what I had. Do you know mm. what I mean? But right now, yeah, without doubt. But do you reckon he's seeing you humming up and he's like? Oh, Fuck this! Look, I can, I can, I can tell you where the problems stem from. I was 16 years old, and I, I got a bet of him in a spar, and then the newspaper. I was like turning 17, was gonna enter my first uh, elites, and uh, they asked me, said, "Oh, he's gonna be in your way." Blah blah. blah. And I was like, "Yeah, like we we've shared the ring together. He's, he's good fighter, um, and whatever. Like it'll be a great fight. Whatever else. Never said that I got the better of him. Anything else? And he's seen that as me calling him out, and just from that day, just. That's it. It's literally come, come at me. So that's where it stemmed from. And then it just become personal. But the thing is, seeing he sees me, it's completely different. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. if, if you're about that, keep that energy. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Keep that same energy. But, like, he, he would message me, like, slap when I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Then he see me out and, like, apologize. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's just a, it's a weird like one. Me, that's it. If, if <coughs> someone's carrying on, like, that, they have to have some sort of mental problem there. Like. Without doubt, I do, like, and it's like whenever people like anyone seen the the, comments, the statement yeah. that I put out, I was like, I don't want no one to give him any hate. Like yeah. he could be struggling from mental health issues, whatever else. And I genuinely do think it like he does need help because it's one of them ones like you were at the top of the sport in the amateurs, like you were and a promising career. And then well, how do you go from there to 
Like you're, there's something going on in your personal life that you need to fix that has affected now your not only your personal life but your your career. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I do think it, it, it's definitely. I think like a lot of issues. people notice that as well because what happened in that exchange when he's having that bit of back and forth, it was started off as all this banter and it was go crack, go yeah. crack, and then boom. You just cross that line. He crossed the line real quick. It wasn't even yeah. leading up. It wasn't bad blood. It was just a bit of back and forth, just like harmless banter. And then he crossed the line real quick, and you're like, "Fuck! Like, where did this come from?" Exactly. Yeah. And I think a lot of people start saying, "Like, Jesus, is he is he going through stuff?" And then he went yeah. quiet. Then and then he, obviously the the backlash that came yeah, with it. Like, uh, it's just it's a mad one. I just think I don't know maybe the people he's got around him or he needs just help. But it's one of them ones that just stems from nowhere. Like it'll be quiet for months, and then next thing. Oh, I don't follow him on social media, or he don't follow me. But I'll get a message from somebody yeah, saying, "Have you have you yeah. seen this?" I was like, "What's what's happened today?" But yeah. it's one of them things. Isn't it? It's a weird one. But back to what you were saying about when you said that, and that. Yeah. So about the traffic, like the incoming traffic, about the racist abuse that's happening online, like because I think you're right in saying that because you can easily with the COVID jokes, it's there. Why not put it no, there? But the racist, like from a. A technical perspective, yeah, we're all getting. It's it easily done. It's so easy to put a bit yeah. of code in there to detect a certain word to exactly. say, once this comes up, flag it for whatever reason. And you, you can determine them rules. Any social media platform can do it. Yeah. So why haven't they done it? If you can't do it, why haven't they done it? Because they know but it's a problem. Really though. We know it's a problem. Yeah. Like, it's not as if you say, ah, it's not that bad. No, it is a problem. Like, it's as simple yeah. as that. It's a problem. Why haven't they done it? Because the amount of traffic they get, not just to say, oh, I'm going to go on and abuse him. But if I tell you what's about to happen, you're going to want to see the abuse you got. So that's an extra, li- an extra whatever follower or an extra bit of traffic. That's, that's what yeah, happens. more interactions. Look how many interactions the three lads in the Euros when they missed the penalties in the final. Look how many interactions they got on that. Yeah. And do you know what? Even people who abuse them will go on, but people who want to defend them then as well. Yeah. So it's traffic and traffic generates numbers and numbers is, translates to Euro signs or whatever mm. currency. It's money. Exactly, and, and that's it's, what it it's is. something so simple as well to do. do it can I mean? be done. It can be done. Why don't they do it? I'd love to know the reasons why they don't do it. Like, what's but the, the what's we the ask that question. What's the downfall of it? Do you know what I mean? Why mm. wouldn't you do it? Mm. Exactly. Like, there's, like, there's nothing to lure us from saying that word can't be said. You can't comment that word, and you Actually, can't do that. I called someone a cunt the other night on Instagram, and I got banned. <laughs> Remember, I told you this. <laughs> you see, just get so excited see, like actually <laughs> see, the, see the nightclub I was in in Liverpool yeah it was a thing that said <laughs> it was a thing that said send nudes yeah and I took a photo of it and put it on my story woke up the next morning like they removed the post said if you like do something like this again your account will be disabled and blah 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 I was like fuck so yeah, you can't ask for nudes <laughs> 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 but see that as well you took a picture or something you didn't actually type that didn't type that, that, li- yeah. didn't even put a caption so they're just... able to read what your picture says exactly you know what I mean like, yeah. exactly I called someone uh, someone texted me the other day saying is it called curbs or pats you call it Kirby Kirby you know that like, yeah, so, Kirby uh, Kirby Kirby yeah Childish. someone texted me saying that and <laughs> I said it's called it's called pats yeah. pats I goes it's called pats you posh cunt. Right? <laughs> it's a joke. It's not personal. I went to go on Instagram 20 minutes later. I was like, problem with your account. I was like, what started this report? And the lad texted me saying, I didn't report you. Because yeah. the comments got removed. He goes, I didn't report you. So in, either he did and he's lying or Instagram's able to detect that word. They can't detect the word. So if they can detect that, why can't they detect right, racial slurs? They can, though. That's, that's the whole it's point. Why don't they? Well, it's why, why don't, don't they? they? Yeah. And that's when... In that Lemon episode, when you said that, that's the first time when I saw it to win. 
they yeah. deliberately not doing it. Because we already knew they were deliberately not doing it, but why was the purpose of not blocking the woods? And that I think that's the reason for the traffic that goes on. Because me, you, you, everyone at the Euros that time was all clicking yeah. on to see what, what the fuss was about. Because I was like, can't be that bad, is it? And then I was looking at them and going, what the fuck? It's a topic of conversation everywhere. Everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? How was that allowed? And that's that. Yeah. So, so the mob one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. They could help with the problem, but they don't. Yeah, they don't want to. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, back to growing up. No, just didn't get much. A bit of racist abuse, joined boxing. Then no one gave me racist yeah. abuse. One <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> started learning how to fight. But yeah, had a good childhood. What, what age did you I started at seven and I, I played football around the, these times as well. And I didn't have my first, so you normally have your first fight at like 11 and yeah, yeah, whatever else. I didn't fight until I was like 13 because I wasn't great, I was a little fat kid. Mm. And I'd rather just go to a football match on the Saturday than go and weigh in and have to lose weight. Yeah, it wasn't that I was scared of a fight. I'm gonna say I wasn't scared of a fight, but yeah. probably I, was, yeah, it probably was. <laughs> yeah. But and then I just I had, I was like, right up. I remember saying to myself, I was like 12, 13, I was like, right, my brother was fighting and like all my friends and stuff. And I was like, I want to like be in on the action on this. And I was like, if I'm going to do it, do it properly, just start training properly. And then I end up fighting. Was that reason you got into boxing? Or was it just that like your brother was boxing and you were like, I'll try it out? Or it's just a working class no, thing, football and boxing? When we moved here from from uh, London, my granny's house face, like faces the box club, Holy Trinity. Yeah. And, uh, my uncle used to box her, so my mum just brought us out to show us where he used to box when, like, right, you should come here to start training, whatever else. Just showing us where he used to box and put gloves on. Mm. Haven't looked back yeah. since. We were saying this before you come in, but something like, per, if you break it down, like, per capita, and any professional boxer start is from Belfast. It's yeah, it's breaking ground for talent. Insane. In, in There's nothing else to do other than fight. Fight <laughs> and drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like, because. That's what most people say. Like most people who are professional boxers say, like the first time with them, they just remember the smell of the club and trying on the gloves and they're like. It's just I think just in being Irish in general, there's just something about fighting that we love. Yeah. But like going into a gym, and like for me, like I found I could. I was an angry kid, so I found that I could let a, a lot of aggression out, mm. um, and that's just what kept me in the gym. Just like one and just it, it was like I could take go to the gym and not think about anything else, not worry about anything else. If I was angry about something, I could let me aggress now. So that's what made me just want to train more. But I don't know, there's so much talent coming through Belfast at the moment. So many, even in, in the amateurs, like the amateurs booming at the moment. Got Michaela and Aidan Moss, who both at the Olympics, mm-hmm. Kurt Walker, um, Brendan Yarvin and stuff. And then the pros, just unbelievable at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's booming, isn't it? And so after you had your first fight, did you say, right, this is it for me? And you packed the football in the head? Or? I didn't pack it in the head. I still played bits and pieces, but not as serious. Like yeah, I would go to boxing every- became first then. Yeah, boxing came first. Um, I actually lost my first fight and I hated it. Lost by one point and hated the, f- the thought of losing. So that's like, that was my more motivation to train harder and then start getting half decent. And then, yeah. See, when you're a kid getting in there, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you're a kid getting in there, you're sort of, you'd be scared, wouldn't you? You'd, and then when you're going in, like, you take a smack and you're like, oh, I'm not going to die, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's exactly. like, like you, a load of fire in you or something. You get used to it. It's like once you get hit, like I always said, for my amateur career, I wasn't, I was a decent amateur, but mm. the pros suited me better because I started slow. It was like once I got hit in the amateurs, like one, like the first round was over, like once I got a big punch, I was like, right now nah, it's on. It's like it wakes you up or something. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, right, I've got to get him back. And then 
by that time you're in a flow. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? But yeah. there's just something about it you enjoy. Like as a fighter, you just enjoy being hit for some mm. reason. Well, yeah, <laughs> so I'm not even, we had the other day, Yeah. Oh, I'm not even look, I'm not a boxer and I only do a little bit of training once every so often. I love it. But I just love just going down to the gym, putting the gloves on, sticking the gum shield and taking the hiding off someone. It's just, it's just something, something different. It's just I don't know, it's just that's why I, I always say like to my mates and stuff, like you have to experience fighting or at least spawn. Mm. It's just a different buzz. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's different, like you have to constantly think. Yeah, constantly. And when yeah. I'm down in the boxing club, I'd usually be sparring with the likes of my cousin Jay, who owns the boxing club, but the likes of Ryan O'Brien and yeah. stuff like that. Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't recommend these boys are animals, but yeah. they come here, listen, whatever. But we get out to the club and we spar, and there's just something about having to constantly think, well, actually, get out of the way. It's just great. I love it. Just even the fitness like aspects of it, it's just different. Like if you play football or whatever else, or Gaelic or something, like. I would be fit for a fight, but not fit for a 90-minute game. 90 minute running, yeah, but then different. they'd be fit for that and not yeah. for three free minutes even. Yeah. Never, yeah. Mind, never mind 12 frees, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just just different. It's just so sh- like short and sharp as well as in a football game. You've timed it's it. Long, kinda, yeah. Yeah. Overall, yeah. Yeah. Now, we were only having this conversation the other day. It's just something about getting in and sparring. And like when you get the four smack, you're like, oh. And it's like it, it relieves you, doesn't it? I don't know how to explain it. It's like... Trying to explain to someone how getting hit is actually good for you. <laughs> but, but it, it is. There's a mad feeling, isn't there? You've got, got to just go enjoy it or something. It's just different. Mm. Would, you have, would you ever fight? Not yeah. proper fight, but we used to spar. Like, You'd yeah. never a proper fight? Not nah, even a little nah. amateur fight, no? No, no, no. White collar? I had a white collar. I had yeah. a white collar? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah okay. got the head bare on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the fella, fella who was in the corner goes, just listen to me and you'd be grand. And he goes, just jab him, don't throw your right hand. I was like, grand, your man absolutely leathered me out. <laughs> Fourth round, got punched around. Then the <laughs> next two rounds, I just went out and I just emptied the tank to try yeah. to get it back. I remember having a guest rose and I was throwing my hands and he was called up. And I mean, I couldn't throw my hands anymore through them that much. I was bollocks. <laughs> Never <laughs> underestimated. Like, yeah. you know? yeah. That's what you're saying. Like, I thought I was fit then. Like, I could run all day. But once and you then you're throwing your hands, you're like, fuck that. And then you've got like nervous energy burning and stuff. And then mm. you're tired even before you get in the ring. Yeah. yeah. Bollocks. It's the adrenaline kicks yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bleeding. What? Two and all outside Quinn, so. <laughs> <laughs> Two and all on the cobbles. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Well, that's all you need. That's it. You know that's, all, that's where it matters most. Yeah. <laughs> Got no, that street cred. Hey, all that shit. Okay. Yeah. See, I used to go out when we were younger and I, like, I never drank. So, like, the lads would be there and they'd be fucking going head to head with people. And I'd be like, boys, what are you doing? And I'd be like, do you know what? You're right. You're gonna... And then, like, you'd stop a fight there and you turn around. Someone's had to get knocked out over here. And you're like, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> I, I look like, I always, like, I just grew up fighting, like, even outside, just, just always fought. Just don't know why, but when I look back at it now, I'm just like, it's not, it's not worth it. But at mm. the same time, if something kicks off, you're always ready to go. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's just something. It's just, I actually, it gets to a point like I haven't had a, a street fight since I got stabbed. So, yeah. Well, sorry, I've had one since I got stabbed. <laughs> 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 well, this might need to be cool. <laughs> we'll not, we'll not talk about it, but. It happened a couple months ago. Long story. Listen, long story. Haven't had a scrap. You're not in here on the section, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> haven't had a scrap in four years, but I get to the point where like I'd love an old dust up on the streets. Yes. You just get that feeling just every now and then. But you know it. you can do that and get paid for it. You don't have to go out on the street. But a street fight without like <laughs> without gloves, it's just different. You, know you mean? just love living life on the edge, you know, yeah, don't you? It's just, just a danger of it. Do you know what? Just have a have a scrap, shake hands after, and everything's good. Yeah, see, we don't have enough of that anymore. It's yeah. really happened. Yeah, break knives and guns and we have them problems and, now. Yeah. Like with everyone, like it's well, everywhere. I've seen now. someone have a straight on. I don't know how long. Like, but just even it, order, right? You fight him and you fight him, and that's it. 
that's it's left out. And that's look, it's mad when you say that because you sound like an elf when you say, look, you guys got yeah. my kids. But that is the way it was. Nowadays, like you see kids have an argument. The uncle's coming down with a blade and he's coming down with a baseball bat. And there's, yeah, just like, and there's people getting phone calls from different countries and all. Like, yeah, what's why? going on? You just put the it was an argument. Yeah. Do you know exactly, what I mean? No, makes no sense. Like people, like people always go straight for a weapon. Yeah. Just have a straight and I just... Use your fist. Yeah. Like, or even better, don't. You yeah, don't <laughs> have a fist. Yeah, yeah, but if it comes sorry, to sorry, it, just use your yeah. fist. Walk away. Kids <laughs> getting excited. Away. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> walk away, but if you can't walk away, just use your fist. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. If you're yeah. better, gonna fight. Yeah, fight. Yeah. Clean. Never. Yeah, fake Never. No knives. No yeah. weapons. None of that. Carry on, and we'll get into why in a few minutes. Yeah. So, so we start getting decent at the L boxing. Yeah. What age you win your first title? National first title. title, first national, fourteen. So the same year that I won my first national, I went to the Worlds and Europeans. That's the first year I actually got. I was decent. I knew mm. I was. I was good. So obviously, winning a national title, you have to be half decent. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was actually still a novice the same year that I went to the Worlds and Europeans. So I'd I'd won the novices, which is five fights under, and then won the Andrums Ulsters, lost in the All Irelands, but won the All Ireland Cadets, mm. and I got picked for Worlds and Europeans. And that's whenever I knew that I wanted to take it serious. Just the excitement of being like picked for your. What age were you talking there? Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. So it was then when you were short. Yeah, like, uh, but that's cool. that's when I knew I wanted to be a boxer. Like I, I understood boxing more. So I mean, knew that I could make a career out of it, about like train hard and stuff, and mm. dedicate myself. So I knew that like just the buzz of representing your country at the world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, at at that time I was only a junior, so it was the highest level I could fight at. Representing your country. Do you know what I mean? Just. I, I knew that I wanted to do that, and obviously, obviously fight, but once I knew that, I got good to start taking it serious, about mm. 14, 15. And did you, were you any good in school? Like, did you ever concentrate? What was school like? I was good in school when I put, once I put my head down, but boxing was always my number one priority, so, yeah. like, I think my attendance was like 60% or something. Mm. I, was, I was never in because I was always away fighting for Ireland, or I'll take a day off because I've got training. At this time, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and so you knew, like, as yeah, far as on a deal, you took kind of, you took your foot off the once, once I got to, like, do my GCSEs, I was just like, you don't do that, you used to do leading search or something. Yeah, yeah. Once I started, like, doing that, I was like, this isn't for me, like, working. But you finish school early enough, don't you? You finish at, like, 16. Yes, 16, 17. Yeah. yeah. And then you do your A-levels. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your A-levels? Tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you call it down here. So you do your A levels and then you need your A levels to go to university. So, so probably a leaving cert then. Yeah, leaving cert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. You're leaving cert. So what do you do before leaving cert? Junior cert. Right, okay. That's so your GCSEs. We do, yeah, you do six years in secondary school. So in third year, you do your junior cert. And then in sixth year, which is your last year, you do your leaving cert. Right. Yeah. Same as, that's based off your leaving cert, you get a certain amount of points. And that amount of points uh, determines what college, determines what college course right, you get. Like, yeah, you know, for like, Obviously, the most points you get, the better college you can get. I wouldn't even be able to tell you what way. I just know you you need a you need a couple of A levels to get into uni. Yeah, so. I fucking have more points on my driver's license. <laughs> yeah, but no, I didn't. I knew once I got to like doing GCSEs, I knew that I didn't want a, a job. Like I, yeah. boxing was for me. That's all I did. Like I, I lived and breathed it. Do you know what I mean? I, I was in school, but I was in training more than I was in school. Do you know what I yeah. mean? So, and I lived the life. I didn't really like drink. Always had. That's shit, what I was going to ask you. Like, wait, like, cause a lot of people who have the mindset you had at such a young age and boxing or football or whatever it was, miss out on the teen years and them yeah. sort of years being out drinking and whatever. Did you miss out on all that? I, I missed out to a certain extent because when you're away, like, 
fighting or you've got a competition coming out, you're not you're not out. You know what I mean? You're just in from training. You're dieting or your mates are drinking, eating shade. So you're like you don't want to be out. But I would go out and just not drink. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'd go out. So I, I got. Did bit. you miss the buzz of it? Did you think you were missing out? I thought I was missing out, but when I look back exactly. now, when I look back now, even like I was in camp there for four weeks or four months. Sorry, fought no drink, no nothing, training, take myself away, and then. I come back, I was like, can't wait to get back. Like, all oh, my mates are doing this. And just looking, it's like, for what? I mean, they're all drinking, but they're not really doing nothing. I mean, you're, not, missing you're, not missing, you're yeah. not missing anything, but you think you are. But yeah. I look back now, I was like, back then, I'm glad that I sacrificed them times because it's put me in good steps. Now, yeah. now, that's probably I mean? the hardest times to sacrifice because when you're young, you don't understand or you don't realize exactly. that sort of like, oh, I'd rather be out fucking drinking in a field, like, or whatever you're exactly, yeah. But you yeah. see, that's what you see most people. They get to 18 and then they stop because they found drinking drugs or whatever it is. Yeah. Like they don't drink because they got a career, boxing career, and then they get to the, the age where they're actually allowed to go out and drink and socialize and whatever else. And then they stop fame because they found that as well. Yeah. And just from that age, I just knew that if I took it serious, I was just in a habit of not doing it. Do you know what I mean? I knew yeah. I wasn't missing it's anything. Lifestyle, yeah. lifestyle, yeah. you know what I mean? So you don't know like, anything. It goes for anything. Like if you want something out of it, you got to put. The time yeah, and effort, you, you yeah. gotta dedicate yeah. and sacrifice. You need to have a, a fucking head in your shoulders as well, because yeah. it's easy to be influenced when you're young. Exactly, yeah. Especially looking at fucking 17, 18, you're forced going out to nightclubs and all, and just drugs and drink everywhere. That's the thing. So I started going to nightclubs when I was 15. <laughs> started going with, like mad, 15, 16, <laughs> and still didn't drink then. Like, didn't yeah. drink. Started really drinking, I was 18, 18, 19, but didn't, didn't really drink. Good, eh? Yeah, do you know what? I actually never used to get hit for ID. No, I just had a mad afro. Just looked over. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see the photo of me with that photo? Show you, you I'll show you yeah. after. Yeah. Madness, madness. <laughs> never go back there. <laughs> yeah. So then, after all this happening, so can we into your early adult life then? Yeah. So, boxing. Wanted to go to Olympics, whatever else, and then got styled. Right. Is that what stopped you from going to the Olympics? Not really, but it's it's what. It played its part because I kind of put a, a time limit on, on things. I said to myself, I'll give myself a two-year plan. If I don't qualify, I'm going to turn pro. Whether I do qualify, I'm turning pro regardless. Yeah. So my, my main goal was to come off games 2018. I'd been stabbed in 2017. And uh, give myself a two-year plan, kind of leading up to that. And I wanted wanted to qualify, but didn't qualify. And then I just I turned over. But it's just, for me, it was like I've been stabbed. I was an, I was an inch from death, inch mm. from bleeding out. Yeah. So I was like, I've, if I want to achieve something in boxing, I've got to give it my all. Like, no regrets, no, should I stay amateur? Should I go pro? Do you know what I mean? Just, yeah, just make a decision it. and go for it. Just yeah. train as hard as you possibly can and dedicate yourself, sacrifice yeah. a lot. And that's what I've done. Can you tell us about what happened that night? Yeah, so I was actually, I was just back from a, a multi-nation tournament in Paris. Won the gold medal. Like So I was on a high. I was fighting the week after against America. So I was out, but I wasn't drinking. And... I was just out with a couple of friends, out with my ex-girlfriend, and uh, we'd left the club early and went around to McDonald's to get to get food. The queue was outside and just, it was packed. Just, there was probably about two, three hundred people in, in town. There was a couple of events on that night and uh, someone had threw like a McDonald's cup. I don't know whether it was just, they were aiming for me or aiming for someone else. It hit me and went over my ex-missus and I've stepped out and said, uh, like, who threw that? Nobody said anything. Noticed someone I knew and said, like, who do you see through that? I said, them over there. I've walked over and there's fucking about 30 of them. All right, it's going to kick off here. So I was like, yo, what, what the fuck is playing at? I said it wasn't them. And um, I was like, people seen you. And then this is where I got sticky. I was like, why? What the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. And me just being 
having too much pride, maybe a bit of ego. I was like, oh, fucking smart. protection. Yeah. I played bold as well. But the smart mind should have been like, right, there's too many of them. Oh, no, but just walk yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, that's what well. I say now. Yeah. Like, just walk away. But in the that moment, kicks in, yeah. in that moment, I was like, oh, f- I'll smash you about this place. And his friend was like, no, you won't. And I was like, I'm telling you now, I'll smash every single one you use about. He was like, go. So, I went to take my jacket off and watch off. That's when to take my watch off. I noticed my ex wanted to take hers off, so I was like, fuck this. Yeah, I was only, getting in on it. <laughs> I, was only, I was only with her a week, so I was like, right, fuck that. <laughs> Fucking can't put her through that. So I was like, you just donuts and walked away. One thing led to another. They've followed me, shooting abuse, and one of them's pushed me, and I've chinned him, and he's like stumbled way back, and then next thing I've been hit with a bottle from his side. Never been dropped in my, out in the street in a, in a box. I mean, never been dropped, touched with that, doesn't happen now, ever again. Hit me, and I just remember it felt like I was hit by a punch. Just felt just hit the dirt, smacked my head off the ground, and I knew instantly if I stay down, I'm dead. Like just gonna kick ahead yeah. of me, and I just uh, got anything was just to get up and run. Like I said, because I said whoever I just noticed someone running, so I got up and just chased him, and then I actually caught him. Don't know how I caught him. I was like you seen both sort of odd, and then I just ended up scrapping. Just I was told I like knocked like 15 people out. And I just the only thing I remember after that was I was on top of one, one of them punching him, and my ex pulled me off. I was like right, that's enough. She spun me around and was like, what the fuck's happened to your face? I was like, obviously being a boxer, I've been punched like a minute, I'm fighting. It's yeah. like, if I a little cut or I've got a bruise, I'm, I'm fine. I was like, I'm, I'm grand, like fucking, like her brother worked in the nightclub we were in. I was like, we go around, go around to him, fucking trying to fight, make sure nothing happens to her. And then um, I've seen them and run off. So I've tried to run and grab them, like chase after them. And uh, she's like, grab my arm, give me a hug and whispered in my ear and was like, keeping your face in a really bad way. So I pushed her off me and was like, we fucking go around the card. And I've looked down and I've seen blood all over her. Yeah. So she's wearing like a white thing. And I was like, what the fuck's happening? She's like, it's not my blood. And I've looked down, fucking blood, like literally everywhere. And then I was like, I'm sweet. I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm all right. Fucking clearly a cut. And I've tried to run off and grab them again. Then I've just been stopped by the cops. Mm. And they've just obviously wrapped me up, wrong the wrong the arm. And was it a bottle that did it? It was a knife. Yeah. No, so I've been hit, I was hit with a bottle first. And then I've got stabbed after. It would have been a Stanley blade because... A knife would have did a lot more damage, and then a, a bottle would have been like jaggered. So it was not like they said it was the probably Stanley, Stanley knife, yeah. And like in all the, the commotion, I just you didn't feel it. Didn't feel nothing. Didn't mm. didn't know. It's like even like it was mad because I'm in in the ambulance and there's like blood literally gashing out. Like I'm sitting playing with it because it's just like fucking foaming up everywhere, and I'm just like this doesn't feel like anything. Like you think if you st- you get stabbed, you're gonna be in pain. Just yeah. didn't feel nothing. I've seen adrenaline mm-hmm. like running so and stuff. Where did you get? You got sliced on there. No, yeah. Here. So that that's the only place. So stabbed down inside my face, and thankfully nowhere else. So, but yeah, I was hit with a bottle first, stabbed after, and then. You still up knocking people up. It's still out knocking people. Up. <laughs> yeah, it's but, mad what adrenaline can do though, isn't it? Fuck yeah. me, man. Bottled like, and stabbed, and you're still in trouble. But like it was just it was just a mad like. Mad situation because even when I'm standing there with the police, like I I said to the police, I was like, "Can I just go home here? I'll stick a plaster on it." And the police laughed at me. Like the copper laughed at me. He was like, it's "More than a plaster you're gonna need." And like they wrapped me up in this big mad thing. And obviously, I didn't know the extent of the cut. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I remember a couple of bouncers came around for the club we were at and waiting with me. I don't I know them all because I used to box from a gym. And uh, like I remember like one of the big is a big fella and it just went completely white and I was like, "Fuck, this is bad." You know what I mean. Because obviously he seen my face open. Yeah. Um, I knew it was bad, but thankfully an inch an inch lower. Thankfully it wasn't an inch lower because I'd have bled out in twelve seconds. So lucky so it goes all the way like down here. Jesus Christ. So it goes proper down into yeah. the neck. Like. So it's scary though, no? Blessed. Blessed yeah. to still be here. But yeah, 
you know what? Like for me, I think everything happens for a reason, and that like, that's no one wants to get stabbed. But it was a real eye opener on, yeah. on life for me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, I think like I suffered bad after like ment- mental health issues, being depressed, whatever else, and I was in some dark places. But thankfully, I've come out the other side of that. But it opened like just my mindset's completely different now. Just on like with my career, just personal life, everything just completely different. So I kind of try and take the positives out of it. It's like a blessing in disguise. Yeah, blessing in disguise. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember one of my good good friends, who's a like a worldwide DJ, messaged me that that day. I was like, nice message. And one of the quotes he wrote in it was, "Just look at Fifty Cent. Like it was shot nine times and still, still so very successful. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Stay on track. And that's just always stuck with me. Like, yes, that's happened to me. And as much as I want revenge, I've got a career that I can actually like. I can achieve something here. I can be like the first Black Irish World Champion. Do you know what I mean? So that's kind of kept me. Kept my mindset focused on on, yeah. the, on the job. You know what I mean? In fairness, though, you, like it hasn't impacted your performance. You know what I mean? It's not as if like they, I don't know, sliced a tendon in your arm and you couldn't well, punch yeah, anymore. It's more so. Wait, if you got a cut like that, the injury, the effects you can have on you mentally, you can yeah. take it down the wrong road so you know after the pain. So road. like that's what like everyone says. Like physically, you got to cut down the side of your face. Like physically, the the cut healing like a That's week, a week, yeah. a week, yeah. to ten days. The Mentally, the it took me two and a half, three years to yeah. to get over that. Do you know what I mean? But like, not even that. Like, I couldn't train, so I was like, right, okay, it's, it's heal up. I'm gonna go back to training. Four weeks after getting stabbed, couldn't do it. Like no. this, this enemy, you you be out of ring for a year. Yeah, I went back after five months, but I was again like, because I had lost so much blood, I was getting like very lightheaded and stuff yeah. like that, and then. Just like the worry of like, oh, spawn, is it going to open up? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Or something like that. Mind. It just plays on your mind. But it kept me out of the ring for five months. And for me, it was more mental. Like if I lose, are people going to think, is it because he got stabbed? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like is he not the same fighter anymore? Like mentally, physically, is he not the same fighter? So that that played on, on my mind a lot. Thankfully, my, my like, comeback fighter won and it was an international fight. But that was my like more my concern rather than the phys- physical aspects of it. Like... Physically, I was fine. They're fine. Mm. And do you but, nervous? Do you be nervous now when like you're out? Like if you're out on a night out now, like there's. I'm not. I used to be very like cautious. Cautious, but I'm just. I always look over my shoulder. Like I go in the room. I gotta sit with my back to a wall. Like I want to know where everybody is. Like just, it's just, just small. Maybe, like away. if I'm walking up, I've always been someone who always looks over the shoulder, regardless against that. But now nah, it's like ten times worse. If you see me, you'll see me constantly just mm-hmm. looking up. Like we're out walking the street, just going into town, shopping or something. Constantly looking if I'm going to traumatically. Yeah, just going for food or something. I've got to sit where I can see everybody. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just, just small stuff like that. And why you always like that? That come on after, yeah. No, nah, that come on after, yeah. yeah after I get yeah. stabbed, just which is sad. You do like obviously at the start. I, I think I'm a good-looking kid, so... Mm. At the start, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll give it a I'm a good-looking kid, but... Like, getting stabbed in your face... Yeah, yeah. I was just like, fuck. Like, thankfully, it's, like, where my beard is, and it yeah. kind of gets... Come here, I see you, Yeah, exactly. on me. I'm like, But, no, it's, it's, it, can, it can be hidden a bit, do you know what I mean? But yeah. I was just, like, mm. paranoid. Like, people, like, the first year and a half, everyone's just staring at it. When you look at me, and if, even if you... Don't know st- or you've never seen me before. You look at me and you know the story. The first thing you're looking for is, is, is you're looking, it, for a scar. looking for yeah, a scar. So yeah. I, I can tell when people's doing it. So yeah. you're just in the back of your head. You know I mean, it's just small stuff like mm. that. That well, you actually can't until you show yeah, until you show it now. Yeah. See, even you, now, even when you look to the side, you can actually know it's it. not that bad. No. Like you get away with it. Come out, there's a scar. Yeah, but you get away with it. Mm. That's why, like, well, listen, I keep a beard anyway. But I'm yeah. like, right, I'm definitely having the beard <laughs> now. But if you had no beard, you look about sixteen. Yeah, exactly. So look like a child. But it used to be really bad. 
But like it was keloid scorn, and then mm. I was able to get another, another operation or get a steroid injection. And thankfully, the steroid injection worked. Helped me, yeah. Yeah, so that's nah, just a smooth Come here, just we've, we've talked about it so many times on this podcast about knife crime. Like, it's crazy. Like, caving. Like, how bad is it? Like, that, like how long ago did this happen to you? 27 then? Yeah, four years ago. And like down here now, you'd say down south in Dublin, like we're seeing more and more of it in the last year or two and mm. heard more stories about it. And we're talking young plus 15 and 16. Carrying Crazy. Knives. But for nothing, Kevin. For no reason. Like we say it all the time, these kids, like if you're carrying a knife, if you think you're in danger, you, you don't knife, know you danger. You have no what danger is. Like, exactly. Do you know what that is? That's like a bleeding. They're just so oblivious. Like they think if they're having an argument with a young fella down the road that they have to carry a knife and they think that's danger, they don't know anything about danger. It's not even that though. Like if you're if you're carrying carrying a knife for me, you're an intent you're intending using it. Do you know? Yeah, hundred like, percent. We've talked about it. Yeah. Like, that's your intention. You don't carry it for show. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's you're not exactly you're not carrying it for show. So, for, like with my with my case, they were gonna do it with GBHs with intent, which is fucking insane because it's attempted murder. An inch lower, I'd have been dead. It yeah. would have been murder. So I was like, how can you not? Tell me that he wasn't in, in like intending on using that. He'd so it's attempted murder. A manslaughter for that yeah. game, wouldn't he? Because he wasn't like premeditated. That's exactly, when he would have yeah. been done by murder. But the manslaughter, but it's still fucking. If like, you're going out on a, to a nightclub with a knife, do you know what I mean? You're intending on using it. It's as simple as that. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's not as if you're putting on a watch. You exactly. Want to go to a nightclub to look good. It's exactly. Like you don't bring a knife with you. Do you know what I mean? So it's just mad people. I don't know whether they use it for backup and think like, oh, we might end up in a fight tonight. You're going no. out with the wrong intentions. Yeah, anyways. exactly. You shouldn't be going out if that's if you think you're going out and you're gonna to have to fight tonight, don't go out. And if you think you're like you need it because you're in danger, you're you're not in danger, yeah. do you know what I mean? So like, I don't know, it's just if this generation, it's more like we spoke about earlier, just have a have a fair fight. Mm. If it comes to that, if it I comes, mean it could be it, what you were talking about. They'd never got a punch before. And exactly. then they realise, you know what, getting punched isn't the it's not gonna kill you like I yeah. know, oh, granted, it could be in certain circumstances, but so they might realise, you know what? Yeah, don't go punch yeah. people. No, yeah. but like, you know, if they got a, they got a few smacks, they realise, Jesus, right, I know what this is now, and they can fight back then, and they yeah. realise, you know what, I don't need to carry a knife. Mm. You know what I mean? And I can defend myself with my hands. That's why I always say people should have a fight or like a spar, being a boxing gym, because not even like, take away the fighting aspect of it, just the discipline, yeah. do you know what I mean? Of it, like you know how to control, your, like to handle yourself, you know how to fight, you're not actually going out looking for fights because you know you ain't got nothing to prove. Yeah. Like, that's why I look at things anyway. Now. No, but in most cases, you're right. So, like, in most cases when you're out and you see this big, loud cunt, you're like, I guarantee you that cunt can't fight. Yeah. Because it's always the cunt that can fight. He'll just keep the head down the calm and you're like, he's going to sleep someone now in yeah. a minute. It's the big, loud mouth. It's not in every case. I mean, them loud mouth, you're like, we'll give him a rasper of his little you. You're telling us you're telling us you can't fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm telling you. But I put the balls up, Kevin. So don't keep getting fresh. <laughs> well, yeah, but it is. It's, it's always like that, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have that discipline, they have to train. That's to overpower the show that they bleed and can't throw hands. Just this, I mean? this generation, just, I don't know what's wrong with it. Mm. Fucking like, I think people see it like, I mean, I know London's so like really bad for knife crime and gangs and whatever else, but. You see stuff on TV now, like movies or whatever else, and people think it's acceptable to run about with knives and start stabbing people because they're not dying on like TV on series, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. On the telly. Like someone gets shot and they're completely fine. No, yeah. it's, it's not the way it's not the way it works in the, in the real world. But again, the youngsters don't even realize you're not just like say you do kill someone and it wasn't your intention. That's that that's someone's life gone. Their family has to mourn. You're gonna get life or whatever you're gonna get. Your family has to suffer. Exactly. And no one wins no in that situation. Do you know no. what I mean? And especially with a knife, it's very hard to stab someone and 
know exactly where, where you're putting you, that knife. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like no one's that but, skilled with a knife to say, I'm going to stab him here and it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, like that. No, like as right, you said, yeah. an inch lower, you were dead. That fella didn't know that. Exactly, There's no way yeah. that fella said, I'll just do that and he'd be ranted. You exactly. know what I mean? He just swung that and hoped Hope for, the, for best. the best. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What did he did he get done on? He didn't get done on uh, that. That's to try to do me. For, for what? Knocking for, everyone out for a fray, for, <laughs> for assault. I was like, if you do me, you're gonna have to do like two hundred people. Yeah, they're all fighting, and then the, the case just got closed. Madness. It's so not like first you're running, gonna do with attempted murder. It's gonna be GBH with intent, and now that you're not, you ain't charging anyone with it. You're gonna threaten to do, the, do me you. whenever I've done nothing wrong, but defend myself. Whenever I got, do you know what the the point was? Whenever I got hit with the bottle and dropped, because I got up and didn't walk away, because I got up and chased him. It's not seen as a, I'm not seen as an innocent party. That's a lot of bother. That's self-defense. Self-defense. But everything if I walk, else if I walk away, he comes back with another bottle. If I walk away, they're gonna attack me regardless. So I have to defend myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. That's the and and then you wonder why knife crime is. Exactly. That's why we said around this. You're caught with a knife. Or you, or especially if you did stab someone, you should be hit with a hefty sentence. Mm. And it doesn't matter what the situation is. You stab someone, you should. And then when you start seeing young players, because you'll start hurting bits and pieces, hurting, oh, the young fella over there, he got played in 15, yeah? You say, fuck that, because he stabbed that young player. Yeah. You start hurting that type of thing going around. But you I know in England, they're, they're coming down harsh for catching people with those. Oh, yeah. Once you're caught if it's serious trouble. Yeah, you're on the spot, isn't it? But, like, even that, that, like, I know someone who died from, uh, another boxer who died from being stabbed. And the guy who done it, he got caught 14 years in, in jail, right? 14 years for a life. I know people who's getting more in, in jail for selling drugs. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. where's the comparison there? Do you know what I mean? Like, you've actually t- taken someone's life on, on good behavior, getting out in seven to ten years. Do you know what I yeah. mean? It's Four the inconsistencies, th- isn't it, with the just, blade? It doesn't make sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, There's so many situations. I was like that with blade and everything. Like, that's so inconsistent. That's why I'm not even getting into all that <laughs> shit. Honestly, that's a long, yeah. long road. Like, you know, no and we can sit here and say this, that, and the other, but they're just so inconsistent with everything. The same of fucking paedophiles and other cunts getting yeah. caught and getting 18 months suspended sentences. Are you winding me fucking up? You'd have to wonder who's in charge and who's making them decisions. He's getting a, an 18 months suspended sentence for having 200,000 blading child pornography on his laptop and there's a young fellow selling blading weight or doing whatever. It's wrong, whatever. Yeah. It's wrong. But they're only going out, I'm not saying only, but I mean they're selling weight here and there to make a few bob and they're getting stung with four years. Yeah. Mate, it just makes no sense. How does that work? Fuck them, I'm not going down that road. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Caving back into you. <laughs> but anyways, so you said it was like a blessing in the sky, Caving. It helped you focus. Yeah. It kind of opened your eyes up. If I like, gave you tunnel vision, probably yeah. more than that. Not opened your eyes up. It helped you focus more. It just made me realise that if there's anything I want to achieve in life, to give it my all. Do you know what I mean? Don't have no regrets. I mean, yeah. give it, like, shoot, for the, too short, shoot yeah. for the stars. I mean, like, that life is too short. And then slow I've been dead out of. Like my boxing career meant nothing. I mean, no one would have remembered keeping a jerko. Yeah. Maybe forgetting stabbing and being a boxer, but only in my city or wherever else. But mm. I, I want to be one of like the best things to ever come from Ireland, first Black Irish world champion, create history. So it kind of gave me the like that motivation I needed to train as hard as you possibly can, dedicate yourself, make them sacrifices, in with anything, not even just boxing, but anything that I want to do, and I've got an idea about doing. Give it your all. If you feel, you feel. Do you know what I mean? Try something else, but don't push your foot and, and get down half hours. Yeah, yeah, five years down the line, being like, oh, I, I could have did something. I could have, I could have achieved something. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because you see so many people do that nowadays. I mean, he was an unbelievable boxer when he was yeah. 17, 18. 
and then just didn't give it enough. Like, yeah. They think they're missing out. That's what happens to so yeah. many of them when they just not, Just even away from that, like if you want to like anything in life, if you want to achieve something, you have to sacrifice mm. whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even in a job, if you want to be a plumber, you've got to sacrifice to go and learn to be a plumber. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to be out every night of the weeks with your mates because you've got college or whatever else, tests, whatever else. So you, you got to sacrifice so just whatever you're doing. Get, like for me, it was just, it opened my eyes to try my hardest no matter what. Do you know what I mean? And I can look back in 10 years and say, if it didn't work out, I, 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 I give I give yeah. it my all, do you know what I mean? So, it's not what I want to try and yeah. so live it, no regrets. No, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so when did you switch over? What year? 2018. Yeah, August 18, so just over three years now. Yeah, and what, you're 10 and 0 now? 10 and 0 now, yeah. yeah. So what was your first pro fight like? First pro fight, oh, when was it? Fought in Brent, Brentwood Centre or something. Um, it was tough, do you know what? See, because I was such a high-level amateur and had that amateur style, I didn't adopt to the pro style so, mm. as quickly as I thought I would have. And uh, obviously, I did six rounds, went the distance, but it was just a, it was a different buzz, just the whole... Probably nice to get the six under the belt. Yeah, though. so early on. So yeah, I mean, it was, it was my yeah. first two fights when went the six rounds. But it was just a different, like, the, the whole setup of it. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I was used to the amateurs and, like, boxing internationally, but just, like, the day before weigh-in and... The way everything went, like press conferences, stuff like that, was just different. So I enjoyed the, the kind of the build up to the fight. Yeah. And obviously, it was my debut. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Just something different, and like start start like it was like a, a new start for me, like a fresh start, new chapter, new chapter in my career. So you started to turn over in twenty eighteen, yeah. And but the incident happened in twenty seventeen. So you turned over like the following year yeah, straight he away. Said he was gonna do it regardless. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I didn't think he would have been able to. No, because he well, said take a year out, the, didn't he? The Commonwealth Games were in 2018, yeah, and I lost in the qualifiers two end of 2017. Right, so it was like I would have been probably would have been a, an extra year as an amateur, yeah, or two or whatever it is, and then turned over. But kind of, I'm glad at them because Tokyo ended up getting postponed as well, and yeah. oh, it's yeah. just everything happens for you. Don't be turning over now. Yeah, I'd only be turning over now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's where I'm ten fights in, picked up my first belt. Yeah, so I mean, same with. Eddie Hearn, the biggest for me, the biggest promoter in boxing. I mean, well, so yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. What was that like? So showing him Eddie Hearn and matching him. And... Do you know what it was? It was a. How does it come about? So they were actually interested in saying to me, which like I didn't have to get my manager to go and right. and like contact them, but it was a it was a mad one for me because a mad decision for me because I was obviously with Frank Warren beforehand, yeah, and then which is obviously yeah Eddie's rival, yeah, so. And everyone else in my gym is with Frank Orn or MTK. And for me, I, I didn't I didn't know I wanted that change. But like the, I knew that the opportunity was better. Bigger shows, bigger fights, bigger paydays, being with the best promoter. And it was like, do I stay where I am and kind of just gradually go? Or do I go into the big leagues now? Do you know what I mean? Because no fight's going to be easy from here out. Do you mm. know what I mean? Fought someone was 14-0 and 0 in my last fight. But... It was and just pumped the young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looked like it was a sore <laughs> Yeah, so but like, it's I mean, you're gonna get them bigger fights. So that's what I'm in boxing for, and that's what made my decision easier. I, I want to be in big fights, exciting fights, make as much money and achieve what I want to achieve. But just a, obviously, it was an unbelievable buzz for me. Just a, a new chapter again with with a new manager, new promoter, and the fact that Eddie's take, taking a lot of interest in me and got me out straight away. And and we we have a goal, like we have a plan. For 2022, do you mean fight in America, fight back home, and start? How many fights are you looking to get in this year? Three, four, three Min four minimum fights. of three, um, maybe four. So looking to get out March, April, June, July, October time. Do you mm -hmm. mean so? Just I want to keep momentum going. The last, the last two years, I've only had four fights. I know, listen, COVID time, whatever else, but I could have been a lot more 
active. Mm. Only I've only had two fights this year, do you know what I mean? So or well last year. So we've got a plan to stay active, keep the momentum going and obviously put myself in the world rankings. As I've done that, I'll be top fifteen in the world. So Yeah. So what what did you find how did you find the your your debut weight match your last week? Like I it was an unbelievable experience to see in terms of like the setup it was just on another level. Like, yeah. That's why they they are the best. Just like everything, like from the press conference, the weigh-ins, the media days, everything's just proper and it was unbelievable. But in terms of the performance, like it was it was a nervy one. I'm not someone who gets nervous for fights. Just don't know why. I actually try and make myself nervous. Like I go, think people lie when they say that so. See, anything in life, like genuinely like Driving test wasn't nervous. <laughs> Anything. Go some fighting. Debut on that match. Is it driving test? But like people get nervous doing their driving test. Like yeah, I'm just, I'm not, yeah. I'm not a nervous person, but I know that you perform under, under nervous. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, that's what I'm, I like, think nerves are probably a good thing, aren't they? They like, are. You don't want to be over nervous, but yeah. like nerves are definitely a good Just to be excited thing. and nervous yeah. get me out. Exactly. So mm. I actually try and make myself nervous for fights, but with that one, I had a bit of nerves going into that. And I think mm. so much pressure on me, to, like with a new stable now, yeah. Like first title, ten rounder, unbeaten mm. kid. The occasion as well. The you occasion. Know I mean? You and Katie Taylor flaunting around Liverpool all week. And yeah, all, exactly. All you know I mean? Katie, yeah. Katie Taylor's on the car and stuff like that. So there was a lot of pressure and expectations on my shoulder. Yeah. I thought I could have performed. The boys better. coming up from Dublin and all. The boys coming up yeah. from Dublin, supporting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like I had the had the 150 Irish fans come over and support me. So there was Gosh. a lot of pressure on my shoulders, but. I didn't, I didn't think I performed well. Well, I thought it was an average yeah, performance. Job done. Job, job done, like you, you said. You made your man look very average. Yeah, that's the thing. I just felt, feel like I could have went through the gears a bit more yeah. on my own performance. But listen, it never always plans out the way you yeah. want to. But what you know what I mean? you know there's another girl that come out exactly. of Eddie knows. Listen, yeah. we all seen the interviews. He was down and all when you signed with him. Exactly. He knows what you're about, you get me? Yeah. yeah. But, but nine uh, rounds in, stoppage as well. Like, exactly. Getting really rounds on the belt, yeah. and I mean, picking up a first hit, like... WBA and the national put me top fifteen in the world. Do I mean, which is a great achievement. So well, yeah. only ten fights in. Like I know was, there was a certain commentator or presenter, or whatever, was giving me a bit of not stick, but like what was he saying, fellas? <laughs> so Tony Tony Bell, he was saying like, oh, I could have went through. He was very critical of me, right? Which yeah. is fair, listen, that's his job. But you look who I fought in my tenth fight and what I fought for to who he fought in his tenth fight. On most of them, mm. on most, most people. Do you know what I mean? Like most people, like. They're fighting journeymen until they're 15 yeah. and 0. I've so had some of the biggest boxers. You, know, you look at Tyson Fury's first 10 fights, he's fighting people, three wins, 52 losses. Exactly. I've had 10 fights and I've fought seven opponents with winning records. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like right, 14 and 0. Yeah, yeah, man. Exactly. Fighting in Mexico, tough, tough, tough fighters. Do you know what I mean? So he, he was no blowover, but. You get you're gonna get critics, you know what I mean? But yeah. I'm like I know I'm my my, my biggest critic, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it comes with the territory though. Exactly. You know I mean? So you can't be expecting you, everyone you, to be blowing smoke up. You can't. You can't. Well, yeah, Tony Bellio, like it's a big name to be talking yeah. about you. Exactly. You know no, what I mean? At least they're going to help. Can't be the of talking. Yeah, I get the boys from Dublin, bro. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, but uh, so what happened was we all went over for Kevin's last week. When, when was that? December, uh, mid, middle 11, of December. 11, yeah, so we all flew over for it and. What happened when we came back is so Kevin got the W, we got the COVID. So, uh, <laughs> Great exchange. Yeah, so that's why we didn't have an episode last week because I got COVID. He again. had the Moily shortest. The boys yeah. are at the catching it now, and Terence is still fucking dodging it. So, like I told you earlier, COVID can't catch Black Thunder. Yeah, well, I thought Black Thunder and White Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> 
Can I catch up? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, that white line in the black yeah. tongue. That yeah, the comes after line in the neck. Yeah, so that's what happened. So, uh, yeah, I thought you were going to catch it last week because well, the fucking yeah. the nation caught it last week. Everyone, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I caught it just before everybody caught it. So, we got a piece of your test handy. And <laughs> I got over it quick. Thankfully, we recovered. Yeah, yeah, here we are. But, yeah, no, it was great crack. Liverpool was good crack, wasn't it? Good crack. Good to see the boys. Yeah, Thanks good to see the gangs out there. Yeah. Like, gangs. So many people. I didn't get to see everyone who came over, but it was good to. The Dublin boys come over. Yeah, Belfast good night boys come over. Yeah. Essex boys came come over. <laughs> Even I had people from Glasgow coming up and stuff. You know what I mean? So, but that's what happened. So we where we were sitting, we thought like we knew a lot of people sitting around us. But then when you come out, there was people like miles behind us, all over to the left chair, and we're like, Jesus Christ, had to bring its own crowd yeah. in. You know, just even like obviously people in general in the boxing world, just yeah. who know know who I am, but. 150 Irish fans two weeks before Christmas was unbelievable. That's yeah. why I want a big a big fight back home next year or well this year, sorry, because any arena, whatever it is, it's 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 gonna sell out. You put you put the right people on the card. Oh, 100 percent. It's gonna yeah, sell out. Do you know what I mean? Go so for that one. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely. So, can you give us any dirty little secrets? What's coming up? Uh you have to keep your hearts close. I'll be out. So I'm I'm back to camp in two weeks, which means something's coming. Yeah, there's fight news. So I'll I'll be out. I'll be out March time. Yeah, yeah I'll be out. Where I can't. I, I can't say where or when. But it's car. a big one. It's a big one. March, March time. Great card. Um, great card. There'll be a lot of Irish fans at it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll, yeah. we'll leave it at that. Yeah. They're help. fucking cheats. Leave a box for eBay again. <laughs> Make Colin film and then they got fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah no, be out, be out then. So looking forward to getting back in the ring, defend my my belt for the first time, obviously. And so then you're gonna, it's gonna be a defense. It'll be a defense, yeah. So mm. it'll be a, exactly, it'll be a step up an opponent. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like that'll bring a, the best out of me. So I'm looking forward to it. And I can't wait. Hopefully, I have the the Dublin boys over for it. Oh yeah, fucking right. Yeah, yeah we're looking forward. Don't be yeah. trending us for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, look, listen. That's going to be the end of episode 55, but back in action we are, yeah? yeah. Calvin's over the Moily Sardis, we're all fresh, yeah. first one of the new year, the big fella Kevin came in, I was going to start on him, but fuck that. Yeah, Terence <laughs> telling me all week, I'm going to ask him off the bat for a strainer, I, I was, was like, Terence, you can't keep I'll saying be, that, because someone will hit you. I was expecting him to, you know what I was, I yeah, thought, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought he was going that. to. See, the boys are coming in now and about to start threatening <laughs> people. They're just going to hear the slight hook on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows what Terence is about. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he the slight hook he has? The side banger. Yeah. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Side banger. Battle popper. Oh, skin fade. Clap up. But uh, yeah, I think we wrap it up there, boys. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Take us out, Johnny. Bro. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Light app. What you waiting for? What you back in it? Just a little more. Call you waiting in it now. The hip knocker. Come on, come on.